Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, very familiar story, familiar passage. There's three stories in Luke chapter number 10. Um, you got the story of uh, the 70 that are sent out verses 1 through 24 verses 25 through 37 you have the story of the lawyer and the good Samaritan and then uh, that last story there you have the story of Martha and Mary she's coming about with much serving in 38 through 42 and uh you know, I'd just like to read through this and make a little title out of it, um, out of this last verse here. So, let me just start with this prayer. Father, I thank you for your word, Lord. I thank you for the blood of your son, Lord. You just saved all our souls, Lord. And just, uh, Lord, gave us a reason to be here this morning, Lord. And just gave us purpose. Lord, thank you for the Ducettes coming, Lord, and just ministering to us, Lord. I pray you just bless them all this time. Lord, pray touch our hearts, Lord, as only you can, Lord. And just minister to us the only way you can. It was comfort, conviction, Lord, and just, uh, well, thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 1 says, After these things, the Lord appointed the other seventy also, and sent them two by two, two and two, excuse me, before his face unto every city and place, whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, harvest, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways, behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. So he's going to send these 70 out here, and I'm going to skip through a few of these, and then he, after he says, he's going to send you forth as, as lambs and go amongst wolves, and in verse number 17 it says, and they returned again with joy, saying, Lord, if the, the, even the devils are subject unto us through that name. I mean, he sends them out as lambs, go, going amongst wolves, and they're casting out devils. That doesn't sound too lambing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that sounds like somebody got a little bit more bolder on their journey. Yeah. Right. So like, you know what? Jesus told us we could do these things, and we got a little bit more confidence, and we're just going to keep on going with it. Yep. Right. Amen. That's what the Lord will do if you just keep walking with Him. You do what He tells you to do. He'll just give you that confidence. But uh, and He says, and He said unto them, Behold, I, and, and the Lord, even the devils are subject unto Thy name. And he said to them, in verse number 18, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on all the serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall stand by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And that hour Jesus rejoiced in his spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these from the wise and prudent. And hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him. And he returned, and he turned him unto his disciples, and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which they have seen, that see these things that ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye have seen, and not seen them. 
and to hear those things which ye have heard, and not heard them. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? I mean, what shall I do to inherit? Oh, i got to do something to get something for free? Is that what it is? And he said, And what is written in the law? How readest thou? How answering? He said, How shalt thou... Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and with thy neighbor as thyself. And he said to him, Thou hast answered right. This do and thou shalt live. But he willing to justify himself said unto Jesus, And who is thy neighbor? And, an- and Jesus answering said, A certain man when went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed him leaving half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at that place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go, do thou likewise. Now it came to pass as they went, they entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received it received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about with much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bitter therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen the good part which shall not be taken away from her. You know, I'd just like to make a little title out of here and out, out of these three stories that are in here, just three needful things. I'm going to take one needful thing out of each story and just make a little title, a little message out of here. But i like to see there, and then verse number 20, you know what? You should uh, rejoice in your salvation. Yeah. Amen. Notwithstanding in this, I mean, he's 70 gets sent back and the 70 returned again. Verse number 17, with joy, saying, The Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto him, I behold, Satan is following his light. Verse number 20. Notwithstanding in this rejoice, not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. You know what Jesus said, rejoice in that. You know what? Your name's written in that book of life. When you're going to get up there like we're singing that, you know what? Your name's going to be opened up and there's your name going to be. And you know what? You're going to be forever fellowshipping with Jesus Christ and all the rest of the saints of the God gathered at the river. I mean, man, it's glorious. It's going to be glorious. And the Bible says you should rejoice in that. Amen. You should be thinking about that. I went out there another day. We just, well, that's when my face all red. I was, wasn't looking at the sunset. I was fishing in the sea like this and got burned. But you know what? We were talking on the way up there. It's rejoicing in what the Lord done in our lives. Amen. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I get saved when I was 28. I didn't get to get saved like when these guys are young kids. By the way, there ain't nothing wrong with that. When you get saved like some of these young men and grow up right, that's a lot better off. That's a lot better off. You get to see what these guys are doing and the influence they'll have on you. You don't want the the party like the prodigal son's brother. I didn't get a party. Better just avoid that. 
better off. You don't need the party. Better just grow up right. Rejoice in your salvation because you don't have the story. Because God's given you a story. God's given you a clean life. Amen. Pastor Farley has got a clean life. I love listening to Pastor Farley. And I don't know him as well as I wish I did. But, boy, he's just awesome. You know, I think Cody Zorn, who you guys know too. People that just grew up living right. Rejoice in your salvation. But you know what? You get saved later in life and you still what? You know what? You can still rejoice in thy salvation. It's good to be saved this morning. It's good to be washed in the blood. You're going to spend eternity with Christ. The things we're going to see, it's going to be mind-blowing when you get up to heaven. You can't even fathom it. The stuff we're going to be, oh, in the world, that's not in the Bible. Then tell us about that. Where was that in Ezekiel? You know, you know, you're never going to, you ain't going to know. You know, remember when you first got saved. I mean, the joy you had when you first got saved. I remember, I'm sorry, Mike, but Mike got saved. He walked outside and started smoking. He goes, what just happened? I don't even know what just happened. I don't even know. You know what I mean? Just no, no, no better. You know what I mean? But the joy of God, I don't even know. My, My heart's changed now. I don't even know. You know, that stuff comes later. You can fix all that. But I'm just going to rejoice in my salvation. You know? Mer Shanks led this one guy to the Lord and he goes, So are you saved? He goes, Hell yes I am. <laughs> you know, that'll work, that'll work, that'll work. I guess I guess it'll work, you know. But that's I mean, don't need to church him, you know what I mean? Right. You need to speak Christianese right from the get go. Right. You know. But uh you know, sometimes you just get you gotta look back on that. Yeah. Just be joyous about being saved. Rejoice in salvation, rejoice that your name's written up in heaven. Amen. Psalms chapter 13, verse 5 says, But I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. Psalms 35. I forgot the I didn't write the written. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. Habakkuk 3.18 says, Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I like what 1 Samuel 2.1. We're going through the book of 1 Samuel 2. And, uh, it says, and Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because, don't miss that, because I rejoice in thy salvation. There's a lot to be said just be about being thankful, just being rejoicing in the Lord, you know. He's been good. Amen. Those songs, they, they start, those songs start singing, boy, you just start thinking about it. You start reading your Bible, some of verse just jump out at you. Oh man, thank you, Lord. You know, Hannah didn't have it that good. Didn't have it that good. She had Penina, her adversary. She uh, made her fret daily. Eli falsely accused her <laughs> when she was praying. <laughs> pouring out her heart before the Lord and what are you doing you drunk lady <laughs> like, ooh that's a little harsh <laughs> just a little bit I'm pouring out my heart before the Lord and I got accused of being drunk from the high priest <laughs> but she had fellowship with the Lord she rejoiced in her salvation she knew what was going to help her 
you know what? Don't be, don't be like the lawyer. Here in verse number 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? He was just trying to justify himself. Look how smart I am. There's people like that. They don't rejoice in their salvation. They rejoice in how much they know. Let me tell you how much I know, even though you, you didn't ask. <laughs> you know, like, how about nobody cares what you know? <laughs> you know, but no, we gotta be compassionate. Not caring about, not, he's not caring about it. He doesn't care about his salvation. It's like, what is it? I don't care. He's got no heart in it. Love the Lord with all thy, Heart. That's first. It's not just a mind thing. Like it was for this lawyer. I like how it says in verse 21, it says, In that hour Jesus rejoiced in His Spirit. So I thank Thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that Thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and hast revealed them unto babes, even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. You know, he revealed this unto babes. I mean, these guys were casting out devils, and uh, they probably didn't understand the doctrines of dispensation. <laughs> but they were going out. And Jesus sent them out. The Lord said, go. Verse number one, he sent them. You know, and these guys... Um, by Jesus' definition, O Lord, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thou hast hid these things from the wise. These guys weren't even wise. But they still had the power of God on them. They still wanted to be around Jesus. Wasn't it nice when you first got saved? Didn't know a bunch of stuff, you know what I mean? You just had that, man, I'm saved. I just can't wait to get to church. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then along that route somewhere, you meet these people that just know everything sometimes. And they start to hinder you a little bit. Maybe, if you're not fellowshiping with the Lord. Amen. You know, you can become discontent real quick. But, but they had this joy. They had this joy for God. And they loved Him. They loved Him so much that when they, they went out... He said, no, we got to get back to Jesus. They always wanted to be around him. Like Mary. Look at verse 39. Mary, this is over Martha. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. You know what? She just wanted to get around Jesus and just wanted to spend some time with him. Just listen to what he had to say. Have Jesus just speak into her heart. Am I making sense? His words that heal. 
His words that comfort. His words that satisfy. And His words that help you. You know, but you've got to spend some time with Him. You've got to rejoice in His salvation. Rejoice in that salvation. I remember today is actually, we, we, I'm challenging the teens, just at least, at least read your Proverbs. Today happens to be the ninth. Dan got up yesterday and he just miraculously chose Proverbs chapter nine. And he goes, you know what we'll do? We'll just time it. Happens to be one of the shortest Proverbs in there, 18 verses. You know how long it takes to read Proverbs chapter nine? You still remember? Six. <laughs> no, I might be wrong too. I don't know. I had, I had one, tw- and it doesn't matter. Minute 26 seconds. I mean, we're really not without, we're really without excuse. You really are. I mean, we are. Minute 26, just to read your daily proverb. How about this? I'd like to say secondly, just, uh, rejoice for a sinner. Three needful things. Rejoice for your salvation. And how about rejoice for a sinner? Look at this in this verse, in this Samaritan, verse number 33. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him. Whatsoever there spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. You know what? That, that, that guy came in, that Samaritan, he came in. And you know what he did? He came where he was. And I like that. He came where he was. He saw him. He had compassion on him. And it says it went. he went to him. Went to him again. It says that twice. God don't make mistakes. Bound up his wounds, pouring oil and wine. Who did he gave him a ride? Got him a motel, paid for it, and gave a little extra just to make sure it was all covered. Turn over there to Luke 15. You know what that Bible says? There's more rejoicing over one sinner that repenteth than 99 and just that need none. Luke chapter number 15, verse number 3. And it goes through in this little progression. It starts out 100, 99, Sheep, one, lost. Then it goes to ten pieces of silver, one lost. Then it comes down to two, one and one. One son. He had two sons. Goes big. One, what man of you having a hundred, verse number four, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth on his shoulders, what? Rejoicing. And when he come home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto him, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. 
I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no, no repentance. Either what woman, either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece of silver, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. There's that rejoice again. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of angels and over one sinner that repenteth. Then it says, A certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me, and he divided unto his living. Verse number 14, When he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed the swine, and he would fain to have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave it to him. And in verse number 17, it says, And when he came to himself. You know, sometimes I think we we look at that verse, he came to himself. And, and granted, we all have to come to ourselves if we're going to acknowledge Christ died for our sins. We're going to have to acknowledge in ourselves that we are a sinner, and we need Christ. We need to get washed in his blood. We need to do that. Amen? Amen. But we still got to go out and tell people about Christ. We still got to go down to them. That's the way it is. That's what changed this. That's what changed that guy that fell among thieves life. It says he went down to him. Oh, you know what? That guy, he'll, he'll, he'll come around. He's got to come to himself. I mean, it's been like that. I think of Eutychus. Eutychus, sitting in the window, says Paul was long preaching. Says it twice. <laughs> He's long preaching. He preached till midnight. Then it says, and as he was long preaching, Eutychus falls out the window. You know what changed Eutychus' life? It wasn't the preaching. And I'm not putting down preaching. Preaching changed my life. Preaching a good message changed your life. But you know what changed all Eutychus' life? Paul went down to him and embraced him and embraced him. That's the only reason he, oh, Eutychus came back to life. <laughs> Same with that Samaritan. Other than that, he probably been left for dead. You know what? He went to him. Paul went down and fell on him and embraced him. That's what the Bible says. Lastly, I'd just like to say you rejoice in service. Rejoice in service. Verse number 17 of Luke chapter 10. Rejoice in your salvation. Rejoice in sinner. And rejoice in service. Um, Verse number 17 says, And the 70 returned again with, with joy. You know what? Jesus sends them out there in verse number 1. He says, pray for the laborers in verse number two. And they go their ways in verse number three. And in verse number 17, they're coming into Jesus and they're telling him the tales from the trail. 
They're like, Lord, you ain't gonna believe it. We're going out there and we're, the devils are subject to your name even. <laughs> That's the way I imagine. I don't know how you, I don't know how you guys read your Bible, but I'm, then they came to the Jesus and they were full of joy. No! That's not what happened. I mean, these guys were excited. Lord, you ain't gonna believe what happened! And Lord knows what happened. He said, let me, let me hear about it anyway. I started thinking about that. I said, maybe Lord, Lord knows what happened. Maybe he wants to hear about it again. I like hearing stories every now and then, a couple times, three times. It's a really good one, four or five. <laughs> you know. But, I, you know. But I'll tell you what, the next verse, it says, in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in his spirit. It made God happy that they were joyful in their service. And God tells him in verse number 23, and he said, he turned to his disciples and said, privately, blessed are the eyes which have seen these things that you see. You know, it's nice when you get to see God work. You guys have seen a lot work in the service, man. It's nice when you're praying and you see God answer that prayer and he's working. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye have seen and have not seen them and to hear those things which ye have heard and not heard them. You know what? Like I said, I didn't even say it before, but you got to rejoice in that service. And we got a book now. We got a book that we can read. I mean, you're going to get up there to heaven, you're like, and there, people are going to be like, man, you had a book to read and you didn't get it. <laughs> Somebody's going to say it. I know it. I'm, it, you know, I don't know if endeavoring, I think endeavoring is still in heaven maybe a little bit. I haven't got to far figure it out. Maybe that's a pastor question. But we got a book. Rejoice in it. Blessed are those which haven't seen. That's what Jesus said over there to Thomas. You know what? Don't be a Martha. Verse number 40. But Martha was cumbered about with much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care of my sister? hath left me to serve alone, bitter therefore that she helped me. You know what? That's not rejoicing in service. That's just, uh, you know what? Don't let people rob you of your joy. Is it real this morning? Do people give you joy? I mean, sure, they can. You know, it's a people can be a blessing. But sometimes they can be depressing. <laughs> so it better be real. You know, if you're serving for the wrong reason, you're doing it to please Him? Or are you doing it because you want to look good? Or you do you want to be seen like the Pharisees and the Sadducees? What's, what's, what's your heart in the matter? How's your heart in the matter? Verse 41, it says, And Jesus answered, answered and said unto Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. You know, one thing will turn into many things. And you'll be troubled about everything. Pretty soon you're so bitter and so fill in the blank that you're not even reading your book. You ain't praying. You're just discontent and 
fretting about everything. Woe is me. Um, you become your worst enemy. You're cumbered about. I remember, I'll never forget this story. Pastor Doug Fisher. Doug Fisher told this story one time from the pulpit when he was up here. Big, anyhow, he says uh, he was going through this huge thing of depression and he couldn't get over it. And a long story short, he, he says he was just depressed and his wife, his wife goes, do you ever think your problem is it's just you? And he goes, say that again? And she goes, never mind. <laughs> and, right? And then he goes, no, 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 no. Say, say that again. She, and she goes, do you ever think that you're just your own problem? And he goes, you know, I never thought of it like that. And he goes, and I realized I was the problem. <laughs> and then he said this. He said, then I started praying, Lord, protect me from me. And I was like, I'm a member of that. You know, sometimes you're your own worst enemy. You know, depressed, sitting on the couch. Get up, go do something. Go outside and give somebody a track. Go tell somebody about Jesus. Maybe they get saved and you'll be like, woo! <laughs> Rejoice in your service. You know what? Don't be a Martha. You know what? Spend some time with Jesus. Verse number 39. And, and she said, and she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. You know, verse number 17, it says, they returned again from serving with joy. You know what? They were looking for him. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You know, you got to spend some time with him. You got to pray, verse 2. You got to read and you got to hear his word. You got to listen. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You got to go out. You got to walk. You were sent in verse number one. Then verse number four, you, I got the wrong verse. In verse number nine, you, you still got to preach and heal the sick that are therein and say unto them, the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you. You know what? You still got to tell people about Jesus. Verse number 10 and 11, even if they don't like it. I like that. But unto, but into whosoever city ye enter and they receive you not, go your ways out in the streets of the same and say, even the very dust of your city which cleaveth on us, we do wipe off against you, notwithstanding be sure of this, that the kingdom of God is nigh unto you. I like that. We need to have more of that attitude just because Jesus said, marvel not that he hated me first. So if somebody don't like your message, you know what? You just kind of, I'm out. You're not ruining my joy. I mean, I, I pray for you, but you're not going to ruin my joy. Instead, I can't believe this said to me. Now I'm going to be all depressed about it. Go home and have a pity party. Was they giving you the joy? Or is God giving you the joy? And wipe it off. Don't let people take your joy. Amen. Three needful things. Rejoice in your salvation. Rejoice for a sinner and rejoice in service. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this day. Lord, I pray for the Lord, the services to follow, Lord. You just, uh, Lord, just bless it. Lord, we thank you. I pray your praise for today's services in Jesus' name. Amen.